What is up? Brand new week, so brand new episode of Thank You For Your Time podcast. You got your candle lit, I'm in my spot, you're in your spot, we both got our headphones in and we're live. Uh, I had a lot to talk about this week or I planned to talk about a lot for this week's episode. So I decided to do what I did last week and break it up into increments that seemed to work from what I checked out and what I heard from everyone that listened wasn't no real couldn't really tell the difference anyways uh i mean you could if you were really paying attention and wanted to tell where the increments were but we go ahead pick it up today over the weekend there is a very unfortunate event that happened at a travis scott concert travis scott had his i guess you can call it annual astro world concert i think it started like a few years ago but i know it's it's been around for two or three years in Texas, and I didn't real I I didn't read the full story, but from what I saw from different headlines and reports, that there was at least eight casualties and over three hundred injured. And yesterday, I think it was three or four days after the accident, they were still, you know, continuing to up the death count. So. I just wanted to bring that up real quick, you know, prayers out to those families, and it's just a horrible, horrible thing that happened, and I just want to speak my mind on it, because it's such a terrible event, you know what I'm saying, like, and it's the fact that you had people running around, like, trying to get help, doing whatever they could to get help, they were getting cameramen, they were climbing up on the camera fucking balconies, saying there's people dead, they were trying to tell security, You know, there's videos of Travis Scott, like, literally looking at dead bodies, just continuing to perform. And I'm just like, that shouldn't be okay. Uh, That shouldn't be okay at all. Like, we talk about getting better as humanity and everyone coming together, everyone being equal, everybody being united. But, you know, with shit like that going on, that's as far as way as becoming united and being one. You know what I'm saying? Like... You literally had people performing and just having fun, carrying on, stepping on dead bodies. Like, that's fucked up. And it's honestly, it's not getting hard to talk about, but just thinking, like, that could have been one of your friends. It could have been your kid. It could have been just anyone you knew, you know, ended up and wanted to have a good time and then ended up just getting like just ended up dying because couldn't breathe the venue was terrible everything about that thing was terrible you know and i don't know travis scott i don't know him as a person but he has history of doing this shit you know he's worked in bad venues before he's caused riots at his own shows before he's caused people to get hurt before so it's nothing new like you read this and you're not surprised i mean some people might be surprised but I'm really not that surprised. And so, with that, I just want to say again, praying for those families that lost someone. And it's just a terrible, terrible, terrible tragedy. But, on to bigger things. Over the weekend, the next movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe came out, The Eternals. And going into it, I was kind of scared it was going to be boring. I thought they were going to spend all movie trying to recruit or, you know, gather the family back together to be a team again, which, I mean, they kind of did, but there is action along the way. 
usually you don't get a movie with action from start to finish, but this one, like, there was nonstop fighting, constant action, and I liked it. They were trying to gang, get the gang back together to stop their mission from actually happening. The mission was uh, celestials plant baby celestials into planets, and humans pretty much give energy to the planet by developing and you know uh evolving through history so what happened was the eternals were put on earth to fight the deviants because the deviants were stopping humans from evolving so when the eternals and deviants would fight it would also cause more power for the the celestial to grow so when we get to present time, like and they, they've been on Earth for years, right? On Earth for years. So when they get to Earth, they're fighting. They kill all the deviants, and then Thanos happens to where he snaps his fingers, right? And apparently that brought enough power to where, or Thanos, when Thanos came on Earth and snapped his fingers, that delayed. Like, that stopped all human evolution, all human development. So, it, like, paused the baby celestial from growing. So, that when he snapped his... When the humans snapped their fingers again and brought everyone back in Avengers Endgame, he ended up... Or, you know, Hulk and Iron Man, they ended up bringing everything back, you know, deviance, and just giving power to everything. So, then that started the celestial, the baby celestial in Earth to start growing again. But the Eternals started going, nah, bro, we don't want to help the Celestial grow. We don't want Earth to be destroyed. So they started turning their back on the Celestials. I, look, I, you're going to have to get with me. I can't say that fucking word, Celestials. So they started fucking up the Deviants again. And the main guy, Icarus, who's like Superman on the Eternals, he started just, he was like, nah, you're not killing the Celestial. Like, fuck Earth. Earth's getting blown up. So Earth gets starting to get blown up. The Eternals start killing everyone, a.k.a. the Deviants and Icarus. They end up stopping the Celestial from blowing up the Earth by freezing him. At the end of the Eternals movie, we were introduced to a few more MCU characters. Uh, I don't know much about them, so I won't go into much detail about them. I do know that Blade made an appearance, or at least the actor made a voice appearance. So that was kind of hype. I'm excited for Blade to be in the MCU. The MCU is really expanding. I said that in the Shang-Chi review. They're really leaving Earth. Like I, A lot of these new characters are not from Earth. They're from not even our galaxy. Just a whole different fucking timeline. A whole universe. Whole bunch of different shit. And I'm excited. The future of the MCU is going to be wild. It's going to get big and giant. I don't know what they're going to do with it. But anything is possible. First, all right. This weekend, we had two great fight cards. One was boxing. The other one was UFC. We had Canelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant in our boxing match of the night. Canelo Alvarez knocked out Plant in the 11th round. Uh, Plant did just as well as I thought he was going to do. A lot of people were thinking Canelo was just going to come in and, you know, run him over. But when you're a top guy in that weight class or any weight class, you know, you have to give the respect or the credit that person deserves. 
And, I mean, he earned it even more, but Canelo's the GOAT. He's the first ever undisputed super middleweight champion. He was on a fucking mission collecting all these belts the past couple years. And, I mean, he deserves it. I mean, he's one of the GOATs. Definitely now, first ever. Collected all the belts in that weight, cl- weight class. See what's next for him. Uh, who knows what he's going to do. I mean, clearly, I think he might fight Plan again. Probably not. Plan will probably fight someone else that's higher ranked. But, I mean, he's going to have to fight soon. He has all the belts. <laughs> that's the one thing I like about boxing. You can go around collecting all the belts and actually be the top dog of that weight class. MMA, you can't necessarily do that because the promotions don't cross over like that. So, it's whatever. Going to the UFC part, uh, UFC 268 was an amazing card. Uh, Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler fought in the lightweight division, and that was probably fight of the year. Two of my favorite fighters in the lightweight, so it was hard to pick, but I have my man Gaethje going out there and getting the dub, and he did by uh, division, by decision. Let me see. Uh... Shane Welly was taking on my girl, Rose Namanunez. There, This is another great fight. <clears throat> Both fighters, champion and the number one ranked fighter in the division. The Women's Strawweight Championship was on the line. I was torn. I didn't really know who to take. I thought uh, Wei Lee was going to come out and actually win. But she didn't, sadly. Rose Namanunez got the dub, retained her belt. So... See what's next for her, baby. See what's next for her. The main event of the card was Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington for the welterweight championship. And let me tell you, this fight didn't disappoint. Colby Covington, outside of Kazmat Shamiv, Shamayev, my bad, is the only person I would probably have beaten Kamara Usman. And Colby's failed twice now. He got knocked down twice. He was still in it. But there's nothing you can do, man. There's really nothing you can do. Usman's a beast. Don't know when he's going to fight again. He said he's going to take some time off and be with his family. So respect that. That's all you can do, really. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, the next cards uh, in December. They had them back-to-back, so... Gonna be a while till we get another pay per view. <coughs> it's my guy Dustin Poirier taking on Charles Oliveira for the lightweight title. Jesse Gaethje will probably get the winner of that. Uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley fights. That's gonna be hype. He's the new up and comer. Gonna be a big star one day, if not already a big star. My co-host is now coming down the stairs to see what I'm doing. Leo, you got anything to say to the people? Nope. Anyways, uh, so now we're going to go on to my favorite part of the show. The NFL parts. Because that is the best part and the greatest part. We're in week nine now. A lot of crazy games happened this weekend. A lot of games were pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. We're going to start off with our Thursday night game. Coming off a hot dub from last week, the Jets were taking on the Colts. Mike White 
was he had all the eyes on him. He got injured in the first quarter, so he was taken out. The Colts got up on a heavy lead, and they didn't let go of it. They ended up taking the dub 45-30. And with Derrick Henry out, Colts have a real nice chance of, you know, coming up and winning that division there in second place. But who knows? Got to see how the Titans play. Uh, we're going to go on to our Sunday Sunday games, our 1 o'clock games. First, to start it off, we got division rivals, the Browns and the Bengals. This division, AFC North is heating the fuck up. Let me tell you that. I'm going to tell you that right the fuck now. Because everyone is pretty much 5 and 4, except the Ravens. We're 6 and 2. You feel me? Feel me, son? Feel me? But anyway, we're 6 and 2. But anyway, let's get into it. The Browns came out with a dub. Bengals were white hot to start the season. Then Joe Burrow came out and said he wasn't satisfied with 5 and 2 and now they're 5 and 4. After losing to the Jets and then pretty much getting blown out by the Browns. He had two interceptions. Nick Chubb in his second game back had 130 yards rushing, two touchdowns. And you know, their first game without OBJ on the team and it went pretty pretty good. Can't complain at all. Peoples Jones was out there, almost had 100 yards receiving off two catches. So do they really need OJ? OBJ? No, not really. Our next game was the Broncos and Cowboys. The Cowboys were starting the season hot. Just like the Bengals, baby. They were starting 6-1. and one. And then Denver came into town. That's another division. Denver, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs are all close right now. Uh, I think Chiefs are in last, which is really surprising. Maybe they're tied. I know they lost to the Raiders. Or did they? They lost to the Chargers. That's who they lost to. And the Broncos took this game. They were winning 19-0 the entire first three quarters. Cowboys started to make a little comeback, but it didn't matter. The Broncos held off 30-16. Ended their six-game win streak. They haven't lost since week one. Broncos were a team that started off 3-0. Went on a little... A little losing streak, but they're bouncing back 5-4. and four. Got some wins in that win column again. Next up, we got a boring fucking game. The Texans and Dolphins, the battles of the 1-7s. First time in history, I'm pretty sure. Dolphins ended up taking that 79. Tua Tagaloa still hurt. Or not still hurt, but re-injured. After just a lot of shit talking from him and his trainers. But can't really complain. Can't really complain, am I saying? You know what I'm saying? Dolphins are now two and seven. Texans are one and six. One and fucking eight. My bad. My bad. Next up, we got the Falcons and the Saints. The Falcons were up. I can't say big. They're up seventeen, three, three quarters, and then the Saints came marching down like the Saints do. Got twenty-two points in the fourth quarter, but this was not like your average Atlanta Falcons loss. They held off the comeback from the Saints. And they won. They did it. They finally didn't blow a fucking a lead, man. They finally didn't blow a lead. Happy for them a little bit, man. Happy for them a little bit. Next up in the 1 o'clock games, we got the Raiders taking on the Giants. 
The Raiders are being the Raiders. A whole bunch of shit's going on with them. They just released a player yesterday because um, because <laughs> he showed he posted a video of him clowning somebody with a gun and trying to punk somebody with a gun. And uh, I don't know what he was saying with that. But got released. Um, like I said, the Raiders are the Raiders. Fucking, it's funny that they're in Las Vegas now. Cause you can do Las Vegas shit with the Raiders. Raiders ended up losing this one, 23-16 to the Giants. Giants are sort of bouncing back, but I don't see them making the playoffs or anything. They're three and six, and the Cowboys are six and one, so seven and one, whatever. They got a long ways to go. Long ways to go. Our next game, uh, Patriots and the Panthers. You know, the Panthers started off 3-0, and and now they're 4-5. and They lost this game. Um, the Patriots look decent when they play a shitty team. That's all I got to say. Bill Belichick's still a great coach, so can't shit on him. <sighs> That's another division, man. Patriots are 5-4, and four and the Bills are 5-3. and three. The Patriots are only .5 games back. They can somehow get that division. You got three divisions in the AFC right now. That are really, really tight. And you got one that's being just... Being led by... Uh, I forgot who it was. Right, the Titans are pretty much in control of their division for now. But they don't have Derrick Henry anymore. Uh, like I said, Patriots took the Panthers 24-6. That was a revenge game for... Stefan Gilmore, now in the Panthers... Sam Darnold threw three interceptions. He is uh, just regression, regressing, whatever the fuck. Uh, yee. Our next one o'clock game was the Bills and the Jags. And Josh Allen, and not the Josh Allen you're thinking of, but Josh Allen, defensive end for the Jaguars, Josh Allen, was owning Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Score was 6-6 going into the second half. The Jags ended up getting a field goal to seal the game. Josh Allen was on the Manning Show for Monday Night Football. And every week, the player who's been on the their team has lost. So no one thought the curse was real. Ugh. No one thought the curse was real until the Bills are playing the Jags and the Jags beat the Bills. <laughs> Fuck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> our last our last one o'clock game was my Baltimore Ravens taking on the Minnesota Vikings. The Ravens gotta stop playing like this. After taking a three oh lead in the first quarter, the Vikings started whooping our ass. It was seventeen ten going into the halftime. Vikings came out with a kick return. And then the Ravens had a fight back. Ended up going into overtime. This is Ravens' third overtime game. Uh, it's not fun watching overtime games, especially when it's fucking every week, it feels like. This is like our fifth game we've come back from behind and won, which they used to say Lamar Jackson could never do, but here we were doing it. Uh, Lamar ja- this is Lamar Jackson's fucking like fourth game with 100 yards passing and 100 yards rushing. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy, bro. Just wait, bro. We're going to get a Super Bowl out this, man. I'm calling it. 
Calling it every year, I don't give a fuck. It doesn't have an expiration date, you feel me? No expiration date on that Super Bowl from Lamar Jackson. That's that. That's going to end our 1 o'clock games. Our first 4 o'clock game, we had the Chargers and the Eagles. Uh, Chargers won that with the last second field goal. Justin Herbert was looking like Justin Herbert again. 356 yards passing. Two touchdowns. He can be stopped, but probably won't be stopped that much. Uh, they had a couple eh, iffy-looking games the past couple weeks, but kind of bounced back. Eagles defense need to get that shit together. Their offense is kind of, you know, flourishing a little bit. But when that time comes, the Eagles might be some danger. They're a young team, but Dallas looks like they're going to be running that division for a little bit, especially with Dak there. Our next 4 o'clock game, we had the Cardinals taking on the 49ers. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins were both out for the forty uh, fucking for the Cardinals. And James Conner really carried the Cardinals. He had three touchdowns, two rushing, one passing. He was really just their man. And Colt McCoy was just, you know... I, I mean, that game made me think, that's why you should want a good backup, not to replace your starter, but just when your starter goes down, you don't have to worry about anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a backup's not bad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it could be bad, bro. But imagine a team trusting you so much that when their franchise quarterback comes down, you can go in, do the job, and be ready to be replaced. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a backup job. Cardinals got the job done, 31-17. James Conner had three of those touchdowns. So, what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Our last 4 o'clock game was the Packers taking on the Chiefs. And I gotta say something about it. I gotta say something. Everybody open up their mouth with a motherfucking opinion. And these fucking liberals out here are at Aaron Rodgers' neck. They are telling this man to retire. Bro, you would think this man fucked something up. You think he fucked up a dog, he hit a bitch, did something. No, all this man did was say he wasn't vaccinated. Oh, okay, he got caught saying he really lied about being vaccinated, but it wasn't a lie because he never said he was vaccinated. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not defending him, but it's just the fact that they're at this man's neck for saying he was immunized to the COVID nineteen, and that is a thing. And if you don't think that's a thing, you're fucking retarded. And if you're listening to this, and you're calling me a retard. I know I'm a retard, but you're retarded for thinking what Aaron Rodgers did or said is any type of way fucked up. Yeah, he should get fined. Yeah, he should get fined. He fucked up a couple uh, restrictions that the NFL had. But besides that, bro, chill on this man. Like, I see people, like, it's crazy how people take time out of their day just to attack people on social media. Like, bro, no one cares. Your opinion will never matter. No matter what they tell you growing up, your opinion will never matter to these people. These people make 10 times our fucking paychecks, bro. I could get on Twitter and say Aaron Rodgers should fucking retire from the NFL. And guess what? He'll probably look at it and fucking laugh. Because 
none of that shit. Like, I, this is why I wish I was famous. Just so I could tell the dumb fucks always talking shit about people that I really don't care. And, that, yeah, I'm glad you're expressing your opinion, but just fuck off. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, Chiefs taking this game 13-7. Jordan Love playing his first game, replacing Aaron Rodgers. Had one touchdown, one interception. 13-7 was the final. Chiefs 5-4. and four. It's a bumpy division. Packers were leading the ANFC, but with this L, they really do need Aaron. I mean, they don't really need Aaron Rodgers, but you can see the impact he has when he's not there. It is felt. His presence is missed big time. So, with that, let's go to our Sunday night game. I'm going to talk about that Aaron Rodgers shit beforehand, but I kind of just slipped just trying to get right into football. I was like, you know what? I'll bring it up right when the Packers game happens, but... That shit had me pissed. Our Sunday night game was the Titans taking on the Rams. Titans first game without Derrick Henry this season. Uh, Titans got up to a fucking huge lead in the second quarter, 21-3, off a Matt Stafford interception. And then I believe it was another interception later on in the second that set them up right in the red zone. But... At pretty much one of the game, the 21 points in the second quarter. They went on winning 28-16. The Rams are now 7-2. and two. I still got them going. I don't know if I got them going to the Super Bowl, but I got them going in the NFC game. Championship game, at least. Our Monday night game was the Bears and the Steelers. Now, the NFL is going to have to review this because... Steelers ended up winning this game 29-27. But at the end of the game, a Bears player, the Bears took the lead with like a minute left. And when they were on defense trying to stop the Steelers, the Bears player made a sack and was running backwards and was trying to avoid the referee. And the referee definitely looked like he threw a hit. But that's not me. That's not me, alright? Steelers ended up winning that game when a game winning field goal after some bullshit they pulled with the referees. But I can't even fucking I don't even I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I don't even want to talk about the Steelers. We're gonna whoop their ass when we play them. It do not matter. It do not matter. Well until next time. Follow me on Instagram, A1D3N underscore 75. Follow me on Twitter at Aiden underscore 75. Follow the fitness apparel page on Instagram at Bulging underscore fitness underscore apparel. And follow the Thank You For Your Time podcast on Twitter at TYFYT podcast. And thank you for your time.